Welcome to PlayStation Daily. I'm John Blanco, and today it's time for a Thanksgiving chill. That's right. I said I wasn't recording this week, but I said I could if there were news, and there was news. We'll get to that in a second, but how's everybody doing? I hope everyone's enjoying the Thanksgiving. Uh, if you don't listen to this episode right away, I understand. It's a time for family, but I'm giving you a little something to do. Maybe later on tonight, a little full on turkey, maybe. Uh, I, uh, I spent today, I'm recording this a little bit early. It's, it's Tuesday. And, um, I spent today this morning doing a, a tour of the uh, CU campus. That's a uh, Colorado university. If you're not from Colorado. And this is the, the school where coach prime coaches division one football. They've been sort of the talk of the town, although not so much the last month and a half. Uh, my son is going to college in a couple years. Wait, what's our time frame now? Yeah, but in a couple years he'll be going into college. So we're we're doing an early search of sorts. We've uh, checked out Colorado State University. We've checked out Colorado School of Mines. Today was, uh, I think, the last of our tours for the Colorado colleges. I don't know if we're going to be touring out of state or not, but uh, yeah, no, got to do some free tours. And today was CU. Very cool. I haven't seen their campus before. Um, so that was really, really cool to see. They're, they're only about 35 miles sort of north of us. Um, so that was a good time. Got to get pictures of Folsom Field, where the Buffaloes play. We had a tour guide who was telling us lots of stories, maybe too many stories about student pranks and some things that might <laughs> scare some parents off. Um, I won't get into that, but yeah, it's been a fun day. Uh, my feet are exhausted and uh, just doing a little bit of a chill here. Uh, also today I did my, uh, uh, we're talking about game of the year. It's still early, I think, to really determine, uh, like a top 10 games of the year. I know what my top game of the year is and I know it won't be topped, but top 10, there's still wiggle room. There's still games I'm playing and games that are still yet to come out. Um, but I did put together my Nintendo switch top 10 games of the year. I don't think it's final. Uh, Mario RPG is definitely a game that I'm going to be getting to soon and um, almost definitely going to be in my top 10. And I look at the last couple games on my list, Sea of Stars and Harmony, the Fall of Reverie, um, both games I, I really didn't love. So I, I just imagine Mario RPG will at least jump over those. I'm going to be putting together a PlayStation top 10 of the year, but I'm going to wait uh, a little bit on that. I'll probably do that in December. There's just, uh, there's still, there's still games yet to come out. And I'll talk about later a game that I'm just playing this week that is definitely on my top 10. So things can change. But yeah, the big news, it dropped Friday evening because of leaks. I didn't see the leaks, but apparently there were leaks. And so uh, PlayStation decided to release the trailer for The Last of Us Part 2 Remastered. A weird name, I know. Um, I've been wanting this game because I played the original on PS4, and I just wanted one that would go hand-in-hand hand with uh, The Last of Us Part 1, which um, got remastered and sent out a couple years ago. I'm really excited for this one. Uh, they're advertising. Obviously, it's a remaster, although, I mean, it's hard to really remember what the game looked like. I know the game looked incredible. So I'm sure some things look a little bit better, but honestly, I don't really need it to. It it looks <laughs> it looks amazing as it is. But they're adding a new roguelike mode called No Return in here. So that's very promising. 
even if it's a mode that in the end I don't really like, I think all the other things they've talked about are worth it. So there's new content in the form of what they're calling lost levels, and we don't have specifics on it, but it's content that just didn't make it into the last game. I've seen some speculation um, because I don't remember the, all the brutal details of the game. I played it uh, a couple years ago, but there are memories uh, from Ellie in her journal, and um, people are noting that the scenes that we're seeing look like stuff she wrote about in her journal. I find it amazing people read those books in the game. I definitely don't, so I wouldn't have known. But yeah, so we're going to get some new uh, content there. Uh, my favorite addition is guitar free play. <laughs> you just play the guitar as Joel, and I guess maybe you get a selection of songs. I wonder if they'll make it like a, like a, like a Just Dance thing. I don't know. And then probably the only reason you would need to update is you get some uh, PS5 DualSense haptics, which I'm really excited about as well. All of this is for a $10 upgrade cost, which a lot of people missed when the trailer came out. And I think PlayStation, well, I'll get to it in a second, but it's a $10 upgrade if you own <clears throat> The Last of Us Part Two, and it releases on January 19th. That is very soon. So it's only a couple months away. And I, I'm almost scared to look at the January release schedule because I know that I wanted to play Prince of Persia. Let me see when that comes out. I know I wanted to play Prince of Persia, and I think that comes out in January. I don't know if there's anything else that I'm playing in January. Oh, no. Prince of Persia comes out January 18th. Woo, wow. <laughs> I don't need to play that day one, honestly. Um, I'd probably play through this game again. Uh, but I, I have a physical copy of The Last of Us Part Two, and I'm going to be looking. I, I bought it for $20 on sale at Best Buy uh, a couple years back. I still want to buy it digitally. So I am going to be um, I'm hawking for a sale. Uh, I can buy it at any time over the next two months. I have a feeling it's not going to go on sale. Right now it's $40 digitally. Um, but the next time I see it go on sale, I'm going to buy it. Um, so I'll just wait the couple. I don't even feel bad because I already own it physically and then I'll probably just sell my PS4 physical copy, but yeah, $10. It's basically like a DLC. You're getting a, a roguelike mode and some other features and new content for $10. One of the great games ever made, um, easily, easily, but I'll probably be in for 50 cause I'm going to buy a digital copy. I, I can't say enough good things. I know a lot of people listening have probably played the last of us part two, as much as I regard the first game as easily one of the top 10 games of all time and just such an incredible experience, there's something about part two which will just change you. And it's just one of the more important video games ever made. And the way it tells a story is so incredible, I can't even get over it. So I'm really excited to jump into this one again. I needed a, I've been wanting to play it again. I needed a kick, and I think this is my kick. So I think what I'm gonna do is play both games on an easy mode. And I'm going to play through part one in the lead up to the release of part two and maybe try to get a trophy or something out of it and then go right into part two. So I can't wait to do that. That'll take up a good portion of my January and I'm happy. All right, a little update with PlayStation Portal. I, I mentioned updating on my experience. I've had some really good developments with it. So first of all, my review of the Portal was great device, 
uh, way better experience than the cloud, but you know, a little tick down from just playing on your PS5. None of those things should be a surprise and can confirm that playing on the portal was a great experience. Now, here's what happened. On Sunday night, I went to my friend Arthur's house and I brought my portal with me because I wanted to test it on his Wi-Fi. Uh, he lives about 30 minutes away, uh, kind of uh, southeast of me. And um, I just wanted to see how it would perform. And I thought it's not going to perform as well because it's, you know, we're going from his house to my house. It can't. How could it possibly perform as well? Well, let me tell you, it performed really well. Like worst case scenario, it performed about the same as it did in my house, which if you think about it is amazing. I'm in my house literally sitting in front of my PS5. And yeah, granted, I have to jump from the portal to my Wi-Fi router, to my Xfinity router, directly wired into my PS5. But I'm sitting right in front of the PS5. From his house, I'm doing the exact same thing, except I'm going from his Wi-Fi to however many hops it takes to get to my house. Certainly a longer distance, but it performed, worst case, the same. And honestly, I felt like it performed a little bit better. Um, it was a it was a great experience, and I was like, "Wow, you can really play a game on your PS5 remotely." I I don't know if like if I went to Bermuda or something, if the same thing would happen. But um, good to see that just going from his house, which is a good distance away, was a great performance. Well, we got to talking about Wi-Fi because I said, you know, I wired in my PS5, but I want to try to make my Wi-Fi experience better because. You know, I haven't really needed to, but the better I can make my Wi-Fi in my house, the better the portal experience will will be. And this is a system I'll be playing for years. And so we got to talking and I have an Xfinity router that's a Wi-Fi router down in my basement. And I have a Google Mesh that is um, starts on the main level of my house is wired into that router. And the reason being is the Wi-Fi was pretty weak up in my um, uh, my son Cedric's bedroom for playing PS4 or Fortnite. Well, we did a lot of talking and he talked about getting a different kind of uh, mesh network so that it didn't, because it's a separate network, the Wi-Fi upstairs and the Wi-Fi downstairs. And we got into all these like possibilities, things I can do. Can I bring the router upstairs? Yeah, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll hook the wire and fit and, you know, bring it up. All sorts of different options. So uh, on, I think it was Monday, Monday morning, yesterday morning, I started messing with it and I was going to flip the Google mesh. I was actually going to bring the main, the main one, the main mesh puck upstairs and filter it downstairs. Um, but I did some testing. I started doing some numbers in my rooms to see what my download speeds were like over Wi-Fi. And what I figured out was, first of all, they were pathetic and I had to reboot my, my mesh and then it worked great. Uh, not great, but it worked a lot better. I started doing tests with the Wi-Fi router in the basement, and what I figured out was, wow, the Wi-Fi router in the basement is actually giving me the fastest speeds. Whenever I would switch my phone to the, the, the basement Wi-Fi, it was better. So much so that I went up to Cedric's room, which is in the dark recesses of the second floor, and he was getting way better speed from the Wi-Fi router in the basement. So long story short, what has happened since I got the Google Mesh is that I changed my internet provider from a fiber optic CenturyLink to Xfinity. 
And what I think is the router is much better for Xfinity. So the Wi-Fi has way more range. So in the end, I actually just turned off the Google mesh, got rid of the mesh. And now we just have the one router in the basement. So what does that mean? Well, that means my Wi-Fi speeds are triple what they were before. Triple. I mean, it was an incredible and different parts of the house is even more. I don't have to have the Google Mesh. I don't have to manage that. And I everybody's on the same network in the house. There, You don't have to divide between the two. Um, also, it's going to be way better for work and everything. But my PlayStation Portal is working much better than even what it was before when I thought it was working really well. So this is great. So what happened? So uh, I think it was yesterday. I started, I was playing Dredge, and I'll talk about Dredge later. I was playing upstairs in my bedroom on the Portal. And the experience was so good that I played for an hour and literally forgot that I was playing on, you know, essentially a remote play device. It was the performance was that good. So take that for what it is. Everyone's, I mean, with this stuff, everyone's personal experience is going to be different. It really depends on your Wi-Fi network. But uh, I guess the lessons here are... um, you know, take the time if you get a portal or planning on it, take the time to optimize your Wi-Fi. See how you can make it better. See about maybe relocating it in the house or changing the channels on it or switching to five gigahertz or whatever, or upgrade your router and it will make your portal experience a lot better. So yeah, I can pretty much play my PS5 from anywhere in my house. And, you know, there were little times in that hour where the sound cut out for a split second or maybe the, the graphics glitched a tiny bit. But honestly, I was so locked in, I didn't notice it much at all. It was it was that good. Fantastic. So now I still love sitting in front of my PS5 and playing. It's That's not going to replace that. But I have no hesitations now playing from, you know, somewhere else in my house. So fantastic. An updated experience. Great. Some other news. Very minor bit of news, but also a fun piece of news. PlayStation Plus Premium has added two more trials that you can play. These are two hour, uh, two hour trial for Baldur's Gate 3, which is fantastic. If you have not played Baldur's Gate 3 and have a premium tier to your PS Plus service, it behooves you to at least give it a try. This is a game that can be complicated and may not be for everybody. So give it a try and see how much you like it. And I'll tell you now that the two hour trial will probably basically get you through creating a character, which you probably shouldn't spend too much time on. Um, you don't want to waste your whole trial on it. But also the um, basically the spaceship scene, which is really fun. So give that a go. They also added a one-hour trial for Gollum, Lord of the Rings Gollum, which is one of the worst-reviewed games of the year. I'm telling you, I'm really curious because <laughs> I know I'm not going to buy that game. That might be worth a one-hour trial just to see what's so bad about it. Uh, we also got news of a leak about Marvel's Wolverine. This is a game we really don't have any information on. We have no idea when it's coming out. We've never seen any anything beyond, you know, a pretty well-done teaser. And the stuff that we've learned, and take this with a grain of salt, this is not officially released news, is that Marvel's Wolverine, uh, which is being made by Insomniac, the Spider-Man people, won't release until 2025. And according to known leaker Daniel Richman, not only will the upcoming game not be released in 2024, but it will also feature a darker and more violent tone than past games from the studio. As far as location goes, it's set 
It's set to be set in Madripoor, a Southeast Asian city within the Marvel Universe. We're not getting a lot of information here. I think both of these things are things we could have gleaned. It is interesting that this is now officially leaked, but... You know, there was always a chance that this game might come out in 2024 and we'll get an announcement in the early part of this year. And honestly, we still could just take this all with a grain of salt. But Wolverine does look like, yeah, it's not going to be like Spider-Man, you know, swinging through New York City, having a lot of fun vibes. Okay, so it's going to be a little bit more serious, but that's interesting. Also, Black Friday deals have hit the PlayStation Store. There's a lot of good stuff with really good sales. I'm not going to go through everything and I'm not going to tell you the same games I love are on sale and you should really buy them because that's tired and how many times can I do it? But I did take note of a few games that I'm personally interested in. I, I might be getting probably just one, maybe two of these at most. But Mortal Kombat 1, that's the newly released one from uh, two, three months ago is 30% off, so it's $48.99. Good price there. If you were looking to get that one, but maybe 70 was a little little too tight for you, um, 30% off is a great deal. Resident Evil 4, and I think this has been on sale since before Black Friday, is 34% off, so it's $39.59. Um, that's a game I'm definitely going to buy someday. Final Fantasy 16, which of all the games on this list is probably the game I want to play the most, is 40% off for just $41.99. I might have to pick that up because I suspect I might need a game to play over Christmas, and I think that might be it. So I might be grabbing that one. Lords of the Fallen, which is a game I was really excited for. I've heard they have some technical issues. So I'm probably going to let that one ride into 2024, but that's 30% off. It's $48.99. I'll probably wait, but it's good to see that game's already on sale. And then Dead Space, really good deal, 50% off. This is the Dead Space remake, $34.99. Also very tempting, but I would rather play Final Fantasy 16 first, so that one's just going to have to wait. The other thing, too, is Dead Space made it to Game Pass? Did it make it to Game Pass or was that through Ubisoft? I can't remember who made Dead Space. So there is a chance you might see Dead Space on PS Plus service. So if it's a game that you're not going to play for a while and, you know, you're hoping to save some bucks, it might be a game that hits PS Plus sometime in 2024. So I might wait and see. So good deals. Let me know what deals you got. I'm really interested. I haven't bought anything on the Black Friday deals, but I, like I said, I think Final Fantasy 16 is about to happen today. What have I been playing, you ask? I have been playing Dredge. It completely has its hooks in me. Um, I'm pretty far into it. This is an indie game. I know it's, it's nominated for Indie Game of the Year. A lot of people who play this game have really loved it. And I gotta say, it is the complete distillation of everything you look for in one of those games where give me a quest to do, give me some side quests to do, give me, give me collectibles to find, you know, give me a motivation to just explore the world and find all the hidden things and then give me specific things to do. Man, this game is so good. And it's almost impossible to put down when you start playing. In fact, I really can't wait to play it. As soon as I finish recording and get this episode uh, published, I am going to be playing it. I can guarantee you that. So you are a boat, um, you, you are a person and you see yourself right in the beginning cutscene of the game, but otherwise you're just a boat and you know, you have, uh, uh, an engine, you have a light, you've got a bunch of like fishing nets and, and all sorts of things. 
And as you play, you can um, catch fish and sell them, and then you can dredge for uh, refuse and stuff like that. So you get you get you get some steel, you get some cloth, you get some wood, and you can use those things to upgrade your ship. So what happens is you play for a little while and you upgrade your engines, and now your your boat is faster. And then you don't want to stop playing because you want to enjoy the game traveling faster, right? There's all these islands spread around, but you can't get to the other islands because if you go too far late at night, I've never seen what happens if you just go through the night. But when you are in your boat late at night, um, there are, you know, scary squids. I don't know. There's all these little scary fish that can try to get you. So generally you want to like pack it up before it gets too late at night. And so when you can um, drive your boat faster, you can get farther and you explore new places. And then some of my most fun moments of the game is when I'm not trying to do any sort of quests at all. And I'm just like, I'm going to go around and just dredge for wood and whatever so I can start putting that into my R&D. Um, or I'm just going to go catch fish and sell them a, a few times in a day. Um, you can kind of go at your own pace. There's nothing that rushes you. You know, people will wait around for quests all the time. But it's really fun. And I haven't hit the end of this game I'm really hoping they give you a reason to play it again, because I would love to play this game again, but only if there's a reason to. There is DLC, and I will definitely be playing the DLC. I don't know when. I might give it a break and come back to it some other day. But yeah, I'm really looking for a reason to maybe play it again. I don't know if there's a new game plus I can play or something that would be a really fun way. Maybe a master mode. Um fantastic i i recommend this game this has been a really good time and it's gorgeous on ps5 absolutely gorgeous in fact one of the first things you do in the game is you set off from your starting location and you undoubtedly have to go i can't remember if it's um you undoubtedly go east and and you actually see the sun rising and i mean time goes really fast in this game time only advances when you're moving or doing an activity and you just see the sun just rocket from the horizon up in the air. And it is gorgeous. There are just times in the game when you just get this beautiful pink and purple sky. Um, it, it's it's a great game. A lot of fun. I, I can't recommend it enough. So I'm probably going to finish Dredge in the next day or two. Undoubtedly by tomorrow because I'm going to play a whole bunch of it right now. So what's next for me? Like I mentioned, I think Dredge DLC. Uh, I may not play it right away. Um, I could but I might not. There is only two games on my PS5 backlog right now. Alan Wake Remastered, which I want to play because I, I want to play Alan Wake 2 someday. And Divinity Original Sin 2, which is the Larian Studios, the people who made Baldur's Gate 3. It's a game that I have tried multiple times. I think I've talked about this. I've tried it multiple times and I always fall off. Although the last time I tried it, I think I went like at least like eight hours. Uh, no, it had to be even more, like more than 10 hours. And eventually I just fell off of it because everything just felt so hard. But I know that if I go back, there's some things that I would do differently. For one thing, I was picking one of the pre-built characters. The, the thing is, after playing Baldur's Gate 3, a game I was terrified to buy because I was afraid I wasn't going to be able to finish it or even get that far in it because I the Divinity games I haven't been able to. And I stuck with it, stuck with it, stuck with it, and beat it. So now I feel confident. I know how to play Divinity Original Sin. I understand the game that they're making. 
Um, but when I picked my character, I picked one of the prefabbed characters. In Baldur's Gate 3, I learned you should build a custom character because you're you're you don't want a character that's gonna be in the game. You want to be your own character. So I want to do that and then understand all my stats and everything. And then yeah, just how to, you know, manage your inventory, what what you're trying to get done. So it's in my backlog. Alan Wake Remastered, I do want to play, but I'm not going to I'm not going to play I'm not going to play Alan Wake 2 realistically for a while. I'm not going to spend $70 on Alan Wake 2, you know? I I really don't like to spend $70 unless it's a game I really 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 want to play. So I'm I'm not going to play Alan Wake 2 until it's on sale down the road. So I don't want to play Alan Wake Remastered right now. It's just going to lead me to playing it again next year. So really what I'm deciding is, should I play Divinity Original Sin 2 and feel excited that I understand the game better? Or do I just replay Baldur's Gate 3 again? I was kind of waiting for Christmas break, but I'm sitting here on a Tuesday on Thanksgiving break. And I'm just wondering, you know, I can play it on my portal, you know, I couldn't do that before. I think what I will do is probably restart Baldur's Gate 3, do a different character, play it differently, go out of my way to do the things that I want to do different. And honestly, if I get towards the end of Act 1 and I'm not feeling like the game is different enough or I'm I'm not doing enough to make it feel different, I can just stop. It's a game I've already beaten. But I'm really excited to replay that game probably more than just starting Divinity right now. So I think I might start playing Baldur's Gate 3 maybe tomorrow. So I'm I'm just saying that makes me excited. So I think that'll be it. But um, but definitely Final Fantasy 16, I think, has now become my Christmas break game. I think that's when I'm going to play that one. So I'm going to wait on that one. Um, but that's it. I would love to hear if you guys have bought anything, what you guys are playing over Thanksgiving week. Uh, I'd love to know. I sometimes forget, like, today is a Tuesday. So it's just weird to me. Um, but yeah, let me know anything else. I do need some topic ideas, so I want to hear your topic ideas. And if you have any questions you want me to answer on the show, send them my way. Uh, we will be resuming our regular schedule of shows on Monday. What is that, the 27th? So keep an eye out for those. I already have some shows planned. But that's it. Hope you've enjoyed your Thanksgiving or you're enjoying your Thanksgiving. Maybe you're listening to me while you're making the turkey. I'm honored. PlayStation Daily is your daily podcast for everything Sony PlayStation. You can send me topic ideas you'd like to hear me talk about. What's your favorite turkey side? Feedback for the show or just say hello on threads at PS Daily Pod or send me an email to PlayStationDailyPod at gmail.com. Hope you've enjoyed today's pod. Happy gaming, happy holidays as always, and until next time. PlayStation.